0: me show you what I mean about preaching the gospel to ourselves. Uh, Look at the rest of the passage, starting in verse 25. In the same manner, he took the cup. He said, this cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The first element that we see in verse 25 is, and and I call this that at communion, you should pause to look in three directions. You remember your mom taught you when you were little that that when you're crossing the road, you, you step out and you look and you look. In two directions. You know, communion—you look in three, and every communion we're supposed to do this. The first one is, we look back at the cross, and and the the idea is we're supposed to remember the cross and that our sins are gone. So the first, the first vantage point of communion is looking back, and and we look back. Not we don't look back at all of our sins. We don't look back at all of our failures. The the purpose of the cross, by the way is that as far as sins go you don't look back but we are supposed to look back at where the sins were taken care of and it's on the cross we look back at the cross of jesus christ and we see at the cross my sins are gone and that's why every time there's a celebration of communion there is such a flood of joy that comes why because the bible says to whom much is what forgiven the same what loves much the more we're aware as we remember him and look back at the cross, the more we're aware that our sins are gone, the more we love him. So the first vantage point, the first, the, the first thing that we do at communion is we remember him, we look back. Secondly, look at verse 26. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Here's the second admonition from the lord we're supposed to look up at christ our savior's coming we're supposed to not just look back at the cross we're supposed to look up and and john put it this way he said even so come quickly lord jesus let me not be ashamed before you at your coming that's what john the apostle wrote the one that wrote the 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 most incredibly magnificent gospel the one that wrote the those incredible epistles on assurance and on on how to know that that your sins are forgiven and the one that wrote the revelation do you know what he said the one that jesus loved the one that was closest to earth christ on earth the, the apostle that jesus was allowing to get very close to him do you know what he said i know you're coming i'm going to look up at you i know you're coming and i don't want to be ashamed at your coming and so we look back at the cross where our sins are gone we look up at christ our savior's coming now now look this, this is one of the more important admonitions in the whole communion service. Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. Kind of sounds like Hebrews, doesn't it? That we're not supposed to sin willfully after we receive a knowledge of the truth. And that was written to Jews that were fence-sitters, that were were coming to christ and then going back to judaism it was kind of like you know they would sin and they'd, they'd run to confessions and then they'd sin and they'd run back to confessions and, and it's almost like they were abusing the the free offer of forgiveness well paul says if if you and i tonight when that tray comes around if we grab a piece of bread and act like everything is great And and we're just smiling and and taking part. And if we do that, look what he says. If you drink this, or if you eat this bread and drink this in an unworthy manner, unworthy manner, we become guilty before the Lord. And so how do we keep out of that? Well, verse 28, but let a man examine himself. See, this is the, the third direction we have to look examining ourselves is looking in my heart i look back i look up and i look within what am i looking for i'm looking to see am i entertaining sin am i allowing sin to be a guest in my life i'm i'm allowing sin to be a guest in my life I'm nurturing, sin, protecting, hiding, sheltering, allowing to live with me. Paul says, examine yourself before you come to communion and make sure as you examine yourself, look in your heart. Are you secretly cherishing, nourishing, sheltering? any sin you know we talk about people nurturing a grudge that they they keep it did you know what the bible calls it It calls it bitterness and it says let all anger and wrath and malice and evil speaking and all bitterness be put away when when do you put it away that's why the early church celebrated communion i believe so often i think that's why they were so powerful the early church had very short accounts with the lord did you know some people don't, don't keep short accounts with the Lord. There is so much unconfessed, unforsaken, undealt with parts of their life that they, some people even skip communion because they know this is part of it. That's why anytime there's a celebration of communion, it should be like a magnet drawing us if we love the Lord. And we ought to avoid it like the plague if we don't. Because this is the only service that you notice that that it talks about. The Lord, remember this morning in in, uh, Revelation 2, I said the Lord comes and inspects and walks around. He really comes to this service. This is a service in honor of Christ, in honor of his death, a time when we look back at the cross that our sins are gone, but he is looking into our hearts and saying, I forgave you of all your sins but you're right now nurturing harboring sheltering sin whether it be jealousy or anger or fear or lust whether it be an unforgiving spirit that leads to infection that that defiles us called bitterness communion is when we look within it starts by looking back Because that floods our soul with joy because we know he died in our place. Then we look up, and that kind of prepares us for that last part because we say, Lord Jesus, I know you're coming. And like John added, I don't want to be ashamed before you. Why would I be ashamed if I'm entertaining sin as a guest in my life? So three directions we need to look tonight. Look back. And and look back until... Your heart, if you're born again, if you look back at the cross, it doesn't take long before that flood of joy. You know the old song, floods of joy, or my soul like the sea billows roll since Jesus came into my heart? Floods of joy come. Not happiness. Happiness is based on circumstances. Joy that I'm forgiven. Then I look up and I reorient because I, I, I know you're coming and I want to be the servant that's found doing what you left me to do. And after that wonderful two-part preparation i pause and look within and i honestly ask myself is there any sin that i have entertained that's starting to have dominion over me how do you know because the christian life there should be an increasing frequency in our life of response to christ and a decreasing number of times we respond to sin this is everyday life. And what we should have is we should notice in our life there's more and more and more response to obedience and less and less response to the lust of the flesh. That there's less and less of me that's not under his control. Remember, anything that's not under Christ's control, that's out of control in my life, isn't under his control. If anything's out of control, my appetites, my fears, my anxieties, my, my you know, anything words, schedule, anything that's out of control, it's an immediate reminder to us it's not under Christ's control. And communion is where we examine ourselves.